Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8-Side Network. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's Thursday on this program, and you know what that means. Got a lot of news to get into here today, not the least of which is last night, AEW Dynamite, Winter is Coming, Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson. 60-minute time limit draw. I thought for sure Hangman was just going to beat Brian Danielson. But in fact, they went to a 60-minute draw. And it's funny, I didn't expect it, but as it was going on, I wasn't the least bit surprised. So obviously we're heading to a no-time limit rematch for the championship, perhaps at the next pay-per-view, perhaps at the uh, one of the big shows coming up in early January. But uh, excellent, fantastic match. I don't have enough good things to say about it. But that was by far the highlight of the AEW show on Wednesday night. So we could talk about that. We have more details on Kevin Owens' contract. We have a full lineup for two nights of the Tokyo Dome, January 4th and January 5th. So we'll go over all of those matches there. NXT ratings from Wednesday, Tuesday night, I guess it would be. And I've now watched all of AEW, all of NXT, so if you want to talk about anything on either of those shows, you're welcome to do so here today. We also will be taking your phone calls. The number, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com is the email. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. At SemperVivi on Twitter. And yes, if you'd like to follow this damn whale, at the Oreo the Orca on Twitter. So check all of those out. should also note that tomorrow in this program, Josh Woods is going to be joining us. That's coming up tomorrow. And we'll be right back with more Wrestling Observer Live.
sunshine, goodbye rain. She's wearing my school ring on her chain. She's my steady, I'm her man. I'm gonna love her all I can. Back in the show, Brian Elber is here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper VB, also WrestlingObserver.com. Happy birthday to the late, great Brody Lee. Today, his birthday. If you go to my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez, all sorts of people have been tweeting all sorts of things. Best wishes to himself, his family, all of his friends. That is today. And uh, last night, of course, was winners coming. We had a 60-minute draw with Brian Danielson and Hangman Page and... You know, you can always find somebody who's going to complain about something on the Internet. I was actually stunned that we had people complaining about the match last night. But you know, when you get something for free on television, damn it, I want what I want. Don't give me a draw. I actually heard some of that today, but we're going to largely ignore the stupidity. It was a great match. Obviously, we're building to a no-time-limit match down the road, which uh, I'm sure will be as good or better, arguably better, because this was the first match they ever had together, and the way they built the matchup, there's still a lot of things that they could do to play off this match in the second match. So if I had to guess, I would say that the rematch actually is not going to go more than an hour. I think they will bill it as a no-time-limit match, but it would go closer to 40, 42 minutes and then actually give us a finish with the Hangman beating Brian Danielson. But I thought the match was was fantastic. The show itself... You know, yesterday we were going over the lineup, and I pointed out we got four matches. And because we have four matches, that leaves a lot of time, I said, for some other stuff to happen on the show. And in fact, it didn't, because the championship match went an hour. And if you count the introductions and everything like that, that that whole segment went like an hour and ten minutes. And then they had their three other matches, and no debuts, which um, I expected a debut. But if you actually go back and you listen to what Tony Khan said about debuts, he actually said, not necessarily tonight, meaning winter is coming. Because, in fact, there weren't any. So I guess some debuts will be happening next week. The Briscoes, I presume, will be there at any time. But overall, a, a just a fantastic edition of AEW Dynamite. And now I have to miss next week's shows. So you're going to be in charge of covering the debuts next week, Mike. I'll be quite happy with that, especially if the Briscoes happen to show up after those lights go out and they come back on again. But uh, that was perfect. People are going to complain about everything. I don't I don't really care about that. But uh, when it gets right down to it, Adam Page is the AEW champion, brand new young guy starting out in this business, a, a new star on the wrestling scene for the most part. Yeah, Ring of Honor fans, New Japan, all that. Yeah, yeah, but still, on this type of landscape, here he is representing your company. And it wasn't a case where Brian Danielson had him in the LaBelle lock going off the air, this kid struggling, and, and Brian Danielson was this close. Nope. The champion was rallying. He was looking good. And this young guy had this old guy on the ropes. They had him down, and if he had a little bit more time, he would have finished him off. But because of who Brian Danielson is, all he's got to do is say, no, you wouldn't. I would have reversed it. I would have kicked out. Whatever. Let's go. 90 minutes. That's what they would have did in the old days. If this was you know, Ric Flair and Barry Windham, you can't do that now. I wouldn't even dare advertise that now. I wouldn't even necessarily say do an unlimited main event. I don't even think you have to do that. Just another 60 minutes. 
just another championship match, just another chance for both of those guys to get at each other. And I thought the presentation of it, I thought it was fantastic. And I thought it was a really good night, and it shows that you can do a limited amount of matches if what you're doing, obviously it helps to have a guy like Brian Danielson there, but you can have limited matches, but as long as they mean something, great. Sheeta and and, uh, Serena Deeb was another great example of that later on in a completely different way, but I thought that was a spectacular match, and I think Brian Danielson is a spectacular wrestler, and while we keep heaping praise on him for how great that match was, Adam Page for 60 minutes hung in there and was great. So I am only looking forward to to seeing more. Bro, you got to advertise the next match as no time limit. That's fair. I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't think you have to, but I'm great well, with I th- it. Here's why I think you have to. Because the one thing about the match that was amazing last night is if you watched the match, and it, it doesn't really count for me because I knew what happened before I watched the show, but they were they started slow. And once you passed the 30-minute mark and you start to get to the 40-minute mark, I mean, you know, I would think that you should be clued in at this point that this match is going an hour. But if you actually watched the fans... Honestly, you could have said that leading off the show. The fact that it led off the show, I think, well, tipped that off too. a lot of old fans to go, that hey, too. I know what's happening here. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is, if you watched the match, I mean, the fans kept getting mad when they kept hearing the time calls. But they didn't, like, give up on the match because they thought that it was going to go to a draw. They were into every single one of those near falls in the last minute or two. They're telling they're, they're, there's one minute left, and the fans are going nuts, and he goes out there for the, like, they thought that he might win at 59-58. But when they went to the draw, the fans booed mightily because they wanted a finish. And the fans booed, and they chanted five more minutes, and to me, when you have that reaction from your audience, it's no big deal to do it one time. You have to train your audience that every now and then you can actually have a 60-minute draw. But you need to then tell the audience, if we do this again, you're not going to get a 60-minute draw. So you don't have to go more than 60 minutes, but I do believe that it must be advertised. If these men wrestle again, you will get a winner one way or the other. We already know they're not going to do a DQ. We already know, I mean, I don't think anyone thinks they're going to do a count out. But they have told us on multiple occasions that they will do draws. So I think that after a 60-minute draw, it is very important to tell the fans, especially on pay-per-view. Because, listen, if you were watching this show and you didn't like a draw, like, you're welcome to not like the draw. But, brother, it was free on television. It was free. The worst you had to put up with was some commercials. You didn't pay one cent for this match. So don't complain about a draw to me. Now, if you pay 50 bucks and you're buying a pay-per-view, if this were on the last, if this were on full gear and they went to a, a 60-minute draw, I, I would have been fine with it, but I can understand a lot of fans wouldn't be fine with it because they pay their money for finishes. That's what AEW has taught them. You pay your money, you're going to get a finish. So I do believe if this runs on pay-per-view, they need to advertise no time limit. There must be a winner. And I think they I, will. I don't think it's an argument. They're going to do it. But. One fall to a finish. That's all you got to say. You know, and that's <laughs> people complaining about this. How can you even give them any oxygen to, to let them do it? Cable isn't to... free. Get out of here, you idiots. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, why even give that the type of oxygen? Because it was a it's pro wrestling. You're gonna have draws. You're gonna have DQs. You're gonna have you're gonna have all sorts of things. Did they give you the art 
Did they give you the athleticism? Did they give you the story? Did they have the people in the palm of their hand as they went to the end? Yes. Yes, they did. So what are you really complaining about? What are you really bitching about? What are you really all sorts of butthurt about when it comes to it? Because the, that match wasn't in W. I mean, does it really? Is this really about the fact that you didn't get a finish or a winner? I, I tend to doubt it. I think those things are probably just propped up there for the people that want to bitch, moan, and complain about the fact that AEW did something and their favorite other promotion didn't. Should also know that if you're uh, if you're complaining that Hangman looked bad or whatever, bad, uh, you know. I have I have uh, heard over the last two and a half years. <laughs> Who said he looks so bad? many examples? Well, it's his first defense, and he couldn't beat the guy. I heard oh, a lot of that this morning. Jesus Christ! But listen, everybody, listen. <laughs> you know how many times I've heard folks on the internet tell me that somebody was ruined, somebody was doomed, somebody was like it was all over. Blah blah. It never happened. Not one nope. time. The hangman people... is going to be all right. He had the match won. Yes, that's the whole point. What I said earlier on. That you, your champion, the AEW champion, this young guy was about to put the finishing touches on Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, period. Everybody who's got that other opinion, shut up. More news and more after the break, Observer Live. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know. But I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Don't do it, boss. Don't do, do it. I saw you. I saw you. Everybody, welcome back to Wrestling Observer Live. No, right I'm, now making, I'm making a point TV. here. Listen, if this you don't, guy if is you don't, in the comments. Listen, if you don't like the draw, that's fine. I didn't say you had to like it. I said that being angry about it, like you deserve a finish on a free TV show, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay? Listen, I would have preferred a winner, too, but... What AEW does is they book so that they can make money off pay-per-views, okay? My guess is that the March pay-per-view is going to be headlined by Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson in a no-time-limit must-be-a-winner match, okay? If you beat Brian Danielson on television, the pay-per-view is going to do fine, but nobody is paying in big numbers to see a rematch of a, of a finish that we already saw, Okay. If you do a pay-per-view and you build this as must be a winner coming off a 60-minute draw with no time limit, that will do significant they will sell significantly more pay-per-views to see one of those men defeat the other. Brian Danielson has never been defeated in AEW. Hangman Page obviously has never been defeated as the champion. So I can tell you this, and they actually mentioned the guy's name last night, Ryback, okay? There's no logical reason why Ryback should ever have sold pay-per-views. But he did, because they put Ryback and CM Punk in a cage. Ryback had never lost, and CM Punk had been champion for 295 days or whatever. And they sold pay-per-views, okay? You you can count on one hand the number of pay-per-views. It did better than average for WWE based on a match if it wasn't WrestleMania. If Brian Danielson has not lost, Hangman Page has not lost, you put them together on pay-per-view, and you say there will be a winner, you probably will do your best pay-per-view number that they've ever done. You beat Brian Danielson on television in this match last night, and you try to rematch that match in March, you ain't doing a record-breaking pay. You're just not. Not off that match. I mean, maybe if you got the debut of The Rock. But that's the point of the draw. You don't have to like it, but that's why they did it. And it's not the end of the world for the hangman, and it's not the end of the world for Brian Danielson, and it's not the end of the world for AEW. That's it. Yeah, the only thing I'm going to disagree with you on is, and this is a matter of personal preference, is, you know, would, would you have rather had a finish? No, and I'll tell you why. Because, again, the guys that were painting the picture were so good, and that is led, obviously, by Brian Danielson, who I assume called most of that match. I assume, you know, it just, forget about all the assumptions. What I know, I know what I saw. And what I saw was great professional wrestling. And there are ways to build Lots of things that 
make you want more. And yeah, you could have had a finish there, but does that benefit either guy more than what you were just talking about? This draw that you now build to this no time limit pay-per-view match where you're selling it, where you are going to get a finish. Is Adam Page that good? Did Daniel Bryan have him on the ropes too much? Did he take too much time trying to get that pin? Is Daniel Bryan still that guy? Or is he just a guy that Page is going to conquer before he moves on to CM Punk or whatever comes whatever stories you want to tell coming off of it, I thought the picture that they painted was perfect for the situation. And that's what it comes right down to. He said, there's no logical reason that that Ryback should have been the one to sell pay-per-views. Yes, there is. And it's the reason that you mentioned because it's pro wrestling booking. And when it's done well, it makes people want things and Ryback being undefeated CM Punk with that long uh, championship reign. It was going to be in a cage. They basically booked themselves into a corner, unfortunately, because they had a theme to pay-per-view. And that's what really got them there with Hell in the Cell, I think it was. But, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's pro wrestling booking. And I thought the pro wrestling booking on last night's Dynamite was top-notch. And I thought the performances, again, anybody that wants to complain, I, I again, when you start listing the reasons of what you're really complaining about, I mean, come on now. Also, I don't know where they're going, but they didn't do this draw just because they decided to put a match together and didn't want either guy to win. I I hesitate to even say this because I don't want people writing stories about this because, honestly, I don't know, and I asked and nobody answered, okay? But if you don't think that they've been planning this Brian Danielson deal for a while, I mean, think again. It could. I mean, I suppose it's possible it just happens to be coincidence, but what a coincidence that when Brian Danielson was was uh, uh, heading towards this match with Hangman Page at Winter is Coming, there just happened to be a Dark Order member from every city that they went to in the weeks leading up to it. Isn't that kind of strange? And, of course, Hangman Convenient. Page was essentially in his hometown the week after the, the uh, uh, full gear where he won the championship. It's almost like they book so far in advance that they can book cities to, you know what I'm saying, to play into what they're doing for their storytelling. So they have a plan based off this draw uh, leading months down the road. What it is, I don't know. But this was not, oh, you know, we booked ourselves into a corner. We just realized we don't want to beat Danielson. We're certainly not going to beat Hangman. Hey, let's just go to a draw and we'll figure. None of that happened. This is a This is a plan. It must suck to have a plan like that. How can you tear up the script an hour before the show and rewrite the whole thing when you got to stick to a plan? What fun is that? What 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 are you going to do there? <laughs> Look, uh, Paige and, and Brian Danielson, another thing about this too is Brian Danielson, when's the last time Brian Danielson went 60 minutes? Probably has been a minute, you know what I mean? So I think that's another thing is not only does it make Paige look strong as your champion and, and is a feather in his cap because, you know, what was the, lo- the longest match was the Omega match. I, you know, I don't even know what, what Hangman Page's longest match is. But, you know, on this scale, you know, recently, this is his most high-profile thing. And he looked – I thought he looked fantastic doing it. And, I again, it's only going to get better the second time around with those two. I don't think you lost anything. Look, that match, the ri- the only risk I think you had last night was something going bad, real bad early, or something like that where or the timing or whatever it was. And it just didn't happen. 
So, again, any complaints about this, any whining or bitching or kvitching or any of that sort of stuff is just it's nonsense. Kevin Owens is obviously re-signed with WWE, as we mentioned. We have more info uh, coming off last night's Wrestling Observer Radio. Meltzer reported Owens' new contract is a three-year deal. Meltzer said the contract is in the range of two to three million per year. What a shocker that I suspected that exact amount yesterday. Signed a three-year deal with WWE. I believe it was actually a couple of weeks ago when this happened. It's a good money deal. I think the feeling was it was more than he would be able to get with AEW, two to three million in that range per year. So it may be, I don't want to say it probably will be, because I don't know what AEW would have offered. There are guys in AEW who make in that range, but not a lot. I don't know that he would be able to get it. There's a million different things. He made the right call for himself. He noted there is no no-cut clause, which of course there's no no-cut clause. WWE, these contracts that WWE signs folks to, you're on their terms. Where did this come from? I'm did not I sure. miss something where this ball started rolling on people wanting no cut contracts as if they exist kind of anywhere? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I I don't know. I mean, to me, listen, take your money, dude. Take your three million dollars a year, and yeah. if they cut you next year, who cares? You made three million dollars, and then you go to the other place, and you and may want out in a year. It's funny. Like I, I don't even know. Do you think he sells a lot of merch? Do you think he makes you he know does. good good money that he's putting in the bank? It's just you funny know? because I, I I hear you know some people get so angry about these these deals, and you hear the arguments that well if WWE has the right to cut you every ninety days, then you should have the right to get out every ninety days. But then you want him to have a no cut, so you want a no cut that both sides can get out. Like whatever, it doesn't matter. I... Make your money. Make your money. Make your decision where you're going to go. Make your money, and if you get cut. Go somewhere else and make your money. Yes. Right? This is not rocket science. It really isn't. And, again, people are, well, I'm disappointed. Man, shut up. You're not his wife. You're not his kids. You're not his family. You know, there's. you've got to take yourself out of the fact that you are really wanting this guy to perform. Like, hasn't he done that enough? Are the memories not enough where if this guy doesn't reach these great grand performances against CM Punk or Brian Danielson again that, like, this somehow tarnishes his legacy? No, it tarnishes you as a fan of the person. Maybe you're really not as big of a fan of the person as you thought. You know, it's all about this character. But this is real life. He's got a family to support. And he's got, like, this is the thing, too. And I I, I don't know if I talked about it yesterday or not. But, like, Steve Carino's there. Adam Pierce is there. El Generico is there. Like, these are people that he's worked with. Samoa Joe is there. Nigel McGuinness is there. There are people in that company who he's worked with for a long time that maybe he's friends with, that maybe he, again, he wants to make money with. Yes, maybe he has friends in the other place too, but like people that are not looking at this from a rational life logical situation, God bless. I look at some of the comments and I know the person is 11, 12, 13 years old. I can tell that. The ones that really get me are the ones that actually seem like they're grown adults, and I don't know where they live. I don't know how they function. I don't know who they deal with. But, my God, if you're this shaken up and upset over Kevin Owens taking a deal that's better for his family that's got nothing to do with the stupid stuff you see on the screen, uh, look in the mirror and then probably break it. January 4th, IWGP heavyweight title, Shingo versus Okada. Desperado versus Romu for the junior title. Zack Sabre Jr. Taichi versus Haruki Goto and Yoshihashi for the tag team titles. God bless. Buy my ticket now. Ishii versus Evil for the never open weight title. 
Shibata versus Mystery Opponent. Naito Sanada and Bushi versus Osprey, Great Okan, and Will Osprey. Tanahashi, Taguchi, and Romero versus Kenta, Taiji Shimura, and Phantasmo. Yo versus Show. And yes, we're having a Rambo. I'll tell you about night two when we get back from the break. Back in a moment, Observer Live. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Well, night two of this dome show. We got the winner of Shingo at Okada versus Will Ospreay for whatever they're going to do with these belts. Semper Vivi just vanished. We've got uh, Tanahashi versus Kenta. Naito versus Jeff Cobb. Sonata versus Great Okan. Goto, Yoshihashi, and Yo versus Evil, Yujiro, and Sho. Four away for the King of Pro Wrestling 2022. Trophy, Mayu Iwatani and Starlight Kid versus Tom Nakano and Saya Kamatani. That should be good. Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask versus Taiji Shimori and El Fantasmo. And Taguchi and Rocky Romero. And a kickoff match announced at four. Yes, Great Okan, the 
Best Technical Wrestler, Great Ocon. Which tells you what a Great Ocon those awards are. Look at you using all the A material ridiculous. before you get out there on your Absolutely hey, now, ridiculous. Are you really going somewhere with your family, or is all of this some sort of facade that you have developed so you could go into some sort of short quarantine and be on your way to Tokyo to be the man that faces Katsuyori Shibata? Bro, that's one of the rare matches I'd have, but it's not going to be me. I hope it's Tom. I, I don't would think like it's going to be either, Tom, but too. But, God, uh, would be great. Should be. NXT on Tuesday, 561,000 viewers, down 4.9% from last week. Lowest viewership for the show on USA Network since moving to Tuesday nights. And the fourth lowest overall in NXT history, 18-49.14, which was up 27.8 from last week. Let's celebrate a .14. 36th on cable in the demo. Jiminy Christmas. Mm-mm-mm. But that's what happens, NXT. Just like I said yesterday, nobody put over my brilliance yesterday. The thing with NXT is they're trying to attract the younger demo, but the young demo doesn't like the show. But because older people, old people are writing a show that they think young people will like, but what they're actually doing is they're writing a show that other old people will feel makes them feel younger. That's it, right? Come up with a better explanation. How does NXT write a show designed, literally they're designing it to get young viewers, but the median age is 62. What does that tell you? What's the median age of the people writing it? And coming uh, up it's Shawn Michaels. It was Shawn Michaels and Triple H, men is in their he... 50s. Well, look. Bottom line is now that's not it's all Sean Michael. I look, I the whole vision. What is the 62 year old guy that came up and was was uh, hot in the 80s and 90s? Remember, well, the women wearing no clothes. It's surprise. They don't have big hair. Maybe that'll be next. And, uh, you know, we partied a lot. So, you know, you have the people going to their party, waving their tickets in the air, you know, lots of colors. You guys remember uh, the, the early 90s WWE? There was color everywhere. Lots of colors. That's a Bruce Pritchard thing. That guy's in his 60s. Vince is in his late 70s. Surprise, he's, you know, he doesn't have a, a, a jitterbug character. Someone dancing the jitterbug. This show has uh, basically erectile dysfunction, and they're trying to throw products at it to, to raise it up. And unfortunately, they can't. They are old guys trying to put these hot women on in tight clothes and that matters more than matches is how how many cuts we can have of these women looking sultry and staring out into the crowd these big guys who are harlins and, and guys like that you know all that all those other small guys wrestling those matches now we're going to go back to this stuff that maybe worked and you know what's amazing when you look back and you see how many times it didn't work People forget about that. It's like when they forget about the Attitude Era and they only look at all the high spots of it and how great it was. And it's like, you know what? A lot of it wasn't great. A lot of it wasn't even good. Let me tell you what I'd do if I started a wrestling promotion, Mike. What's that? I'd I'd rent out some gymnastics facilities, and we'd do do spots on the gym floor, and we'd bounce off the walls. I got a better idea. You know what that'd do? That'd attract the young demo. Because when I was a kid, little kids watched it. Well, I got a better idea. Not only have that, but like have some amateur mats there too for all those people and bring them in. Amateur and, and wrestling mats. is not a dirty You're word. Killing my analogy here. Hey, look, 
the thing is, one side needs the other. You know, you can do all those great moves, but sooner or later, you got to learn how to work. And some of those people who have all that personality bouncing around on that mat, knowing how to perform in front of an audience by themselves doing a floor routine, at some point, they're going to have to learn how to actually work holds. And the people that work holds are going to actually have to learn how to get their personalities out there and be able to perform in front of a crowd. One thing needs the other. And that's how you build the thing. This is what AEW does do from a pro wrestling point of view that is so much better than WWE. One of the many things that they do, which is why they do feel more like old pro wrestling, because that's what they're doing. They have an upper mid card. It'll, it, it, they have layers to all their characters. They have people can beat this guy, but they have trouble with this one. There's stories. There's all these things that took time to plant seeds to develop. And WWE doesn't do that. They want to hotshot everything. They think they can go back to the past and create this, create that. How many people between the ages of 12 and 17, which is a demo, how many people between the ages of 17 and 25, how many of those people are involved watching wrestling right now and involved watching WWE? There's a reason that NXT is 63 years old. All of their shows. Yeah, we're not running in a gymnastics facility. But all of these things at some point are going to really hurt them and people can talk about all the money they make yeah they're going to make a lot of money but are they developing fans that actually want to sit here and watch this stuff and no. they're not doing that you know why they're absolutely not doing that and they're not going to do it with the people that they have trying to book these shows and trying to talk to the young people and ask them how they're doing you know why because there's not enough mullets all of the top babyface stars should be have it should be having mullets mm, and they should not be working wearing, out too well for brian pillman they Jr. should wear right jackets now. and they should have fringe Hanging from the jackets. Oh. Yes, and they should be, of course, very muscular. And, uh, you oh. know, that's what they should do. Lots and lots. Of, everybody looks like Scott Steiner singlet from 93 with all that. Yes, colors. We already got the colors. You're missing the point. We already have the bright colors. But what's missing is the mullets. Mullets. And the fringe. Fringe. More mullets, more fringe. More things. You know what else? We need commercials too. for bodybuilding supplements. That's oh, also yeah. missing. When's the last time that you saw a bodybuilding supplement commercial on NXT? If you did, you'd have more young people watching. Because they like muscles. They like exercising at the gym. So we should have commercials about muscle building supplements. That's what we are missing here. Is Iron And the hair of the women is much too flat. It should be bigger. It should go up high. And Can- and, and the, the uh, you know, the... the bikinis that they wear they should go up high on the hip that's what's missing also also there should be a character does aerobics yes a character that does aerobics she should be an aerobics instructor and she she teaches aerobics to all of the other wrestlers that's what we that's what we need to attract the young demo more leggings. That's what youngsters liked. Am I wrong? It, it, you know, it took me a while I'm to not get wrong. in the car, but I'm, I'm glad I got in for this ride. Yes. I was trying to explain all of this, and meanwhile you were talking about what they actually could do to improve. I know. We were on two completely different planets here. Is Iron Cologne still around? Brute by Faber's What about there? shoes? What kind of What kind of shoes should they wear? Roof. Because the problem with this uh, hit row is they were wearing modern shoes. Oh, what we need yeah. are high tops. If there were more high tops in wrestling, you know, we would probably be doing a lot better right now. We would be attracting the younger demo. High top shoes. Mm-hmm. Leg warmers. Leg warmers, yeah. Yes. 
Headbands? Where's all the headbands at? How about Walkman? Walkman? Exactly. Walkman. Hmm. L.A. Gear, Zubaz, Converse. Zubaz is, I tell you what, now that now we're cooking with real heat here, for heaven's sake. Yeah, where's you can't all, have fringe and mullets without having some Zubaz. Where's all, the, uh, where's all the chaps? I haven't seen a lot of people wearing chaps no of late. chaps, yeah. Cowboy hats are really down, too. Remember in the eight, oh, wrestling, but Rob Bass, Black Bass, you know, there were cowboy hats all over the place. More cowboy hats. Brooks and Jensen out here, whatever the the Brooks and Dunn or the whatever the SEC conference guys, those guys out there with their their new hats on, and everything. No cowboy hats, just like all Southerners did back in the day when it came to wrestling. That's how you knew that guy was from Texas or the South. Cowboy hat. I like this bloke here says that a '90s throwback is ridiculous, but the '80s throwback to a draw is cool. You think a draw in a sporting event is something out of the '80s? Mm. It's something out of the. Millions of years ago, all fight sports. Look at boxing. Oh yeah, the 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 newfangled concept of a draw, draw in a sporting event. Oh, you got me there. I've never seen any sort of athletic event go to a tie. No, not, are you kidding me? Oh, back football. then in the Olympics, if you went to a draw in the Greek yeah. Olympics, they they they'd kill you. Did you know that there were no draws? Castrate you first, rip your draws off for going to a draw. Boy, that guy got me. Uh, Brandon Thurston here has got the Winter is Coming ratings. Uh, hey, it did better than I expected. It didn't hit a million, but 948,000 viewers at a .30 in 1849. And But uh, you heard it here first. What is going to, uh, what is going to really help last night's show was that uh, hour-long match. Because historically... And we actually kind of saw the the opposite of this on Raw Monday, which uh, you make multiple appearances on a show. Usually, the subsequent appearances, less people watch your subsequent appearance. And Bobby Lashley wrestled in the first hour, second hour, and the third hour. First and second hour did all right. Third hour, big plunge. And theoretically, the third match was the most important of the three. Because we had to win all three to get into the pay-per-view. But what happens in long matches... And uh, this actually has been tracked for AEW. This does still happen today, and it happened a lot back in the day, is the longer a match goes, the higher the viewership goes. People in the middle of watching a long match don't give up on the show, and more people tune in. So the longer it goes, the bigger the number. So I would bet that uh, the hour and 15-minute segment is probably uh, it's probably going to be the highest segment of the entire show. But we'll find out when we get the... Uh, quarters later on the worst part i didn't even think that story that they told under the circumstances and the characters involved was even all that bad on monday but we've seen it so many times so many times over and over and so many tired examples of it that again you knew it as soon as owens went out you knew it by the second match and again if you wanted to watch football or anything else that may have been on that was a great chance to do it because you figured last year was going to be in there, and if you, you you found out something different, you could always go back. But I don't think it kept people. Whereas, obviously, Danielson and Page, I believe it would. I think high high those types of matches always do. So yeah, the uh, eighteen to forty nine was down five percent. Viewership was up seven percent, and the reason for the increase in viewership with eighteen to forty nine down was 
Men 18 to 34. They were up 4% in males 18 to 34. So they did, in fact, attract a younger demographic with the show, although a lot of the other demos were down slightly. The biggest drop was females 35 to 49. Apparently they didn't like that Hangman-Brian Danielson match or something. I don't even know. Should have sent Hook. Also be interested to see how the MGF quarter does because MGF is, uh, unfortunately for me to have to say, he's on a pretty, he's on a roll. He's mm. a mover. So we'll see how it goes. He won the diamond ring, though, by the way. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Pin that bloke with that Frankensteiner. Is that better or worse than Braun Breaker's Frankensteiner? It's actually uh, better than the one he did on NXT this week, but I think the one he did last week was better than that one I just did. So he's almost he also, as, he's almost as consistently good as I was back then. Well, you know, 
How many matches have you had to that point? He's had what, about 10? Actually, a lot more. Than Braun <laughs> Who, him Breaker. or you? Than Braun Breaker had at that point. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I was not as muscular as Braun Breaker, however. Somebody on the chat goes, you were in great shape. What were you doing back then? I'm in a gymnastics facility. What do you think I was doing? I was doing gymnastics. Sure I also did weight training. Braun Breaker was doing, which was a lot of weight training and He football. lifted heavier than I did at the time. That's a for little sure. bit. That's what yes. got him over with the Ravens. I've read that was the big deal. I think at the combine was his, his bench reps. And I guess at Ravens camp when he was there too, was just like, look at this freak of nature. Look at this. Well, Steiner. You know what he wasn't doing? He wasn't he wasn't taking Mega Mass 2000. Or he'd probably be as big as Scott Steiner right now. Oh, man. All 2,000 that. calories of, of sugar. I just and, think about, like, my... Then they had a Mega like, Mass 4,000. Well, the protein... 4,000 calories in one giant scoop. The sugar, all that. Just, oh, God. I don't think oh. I was all that healthy when I was really fat in that Jack Evans match. Well, plus on top of it, I was actually trying to, like keep weight all you were trying to gain weight which made it even worse i would avoid fast food guys like you actually had to eat fast food and it actually would make me jealous because you could eat all you want you still never put on weight and by the way this person said that i was on icopro i actually did uh <laughs> use icopro for a while get out of here in like 92 93 when wwe used, was selling it, of course i did i used four horsemen it was horrible vitamins. It's horrible terrible stuff i used the late era four horsemen vitamins though tasted like brown chalk oh god did it really yeah oh. it was bad Hey, we're out of time, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. We're going live. You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.